Good afternoon, good morning. This is Mark Johnson from Loyalty 360. Hope everyone's happy, safe, and well. Want to welcome you back to our Leaders and Customer Loyalty series. In this series, we talk to the brand leaders about what they are seeing and hearing on the front lines of customer channel and brand loyalty. Today, we had the pleasure of speaking with Mark Lohman, who's the president of Rigo Restaurant Group, which owns Quiznos Restaurants, which offers chef-inspired sandwiches, subs, and salads at about 500 locations, and Taco Del Mar as well, uh, both of them globally. So, uh, Mark, how are you today? Doing well, Mark. Great to meet you. Thanks for thanks for having me. No, absolutely. Thank you for time to uh, to speak with us today. It's always great to speak with those uh, in uh, the restaurant space, QSR space. Can you tell us a little bit more about Rigo Restaurant Group? Uh, you know what you guys do, how you do it, and uh, kind of the origins of the company. Sure. So, as you mentioned, I'm president of Rigo Restaurant Group, where on the franchisor side of things, we own the Quiznos and Taco Del Mar brands globally. And then we do have an owned, owned and operated side of the business as well, where we are a franchisee of Dairy Queen. And then we also have four concepts at the Denver International Airport. And then in my role, I oversee operations and marketing across all of our brands. And Rigo itself was founded in 2018 with the acquisition of the brands that we have today. We do expect and are excited for the Rego portfolio to expand and grow over time. If you look at what we have today, Quiznos is just an iconic brand with a deep history. It does have a very loyal customer base, and we believe and are quite confident there's just there's a lot of room for us to grow the Quiznos brand. Since the acquisition and since Rego was founded, we've worked really hard to respond and adapt to changing consumer preferences, particularly within um, within the competitive set for Quiznos. And then as you probably know, and as many know, that Quiznos gained its popularity as being the first chain to offer toasted subs. Yep. And this day we continue to pride ourselves on fresh ingredients, but also on menu innovation related to you know, Toasty and then continuing to be the innovator and leader in the space. I know we won't spend a ton of time on Taco de Mar, but I would say Taco de Mar is, I think, similarly iconic. It's just more regionally located with the bulk of our restaurants located in the Pacific Northwest. Okay, excellent. So uh, we also like to get a kind of a personal perspective, uh, learn a little bit more about the people we're speaking with. Uh, we'd love to know a little bit more about you, your history, and also maybe a fun fact, a passion you have. Uh, I know that you're a Bronco fan now. Do you like to ski, jump out of planes, have 45 kids? What's a, what kind of a fun fact? Well, I, I do have four kids. I don't know about 45 kids, but, uh, you know, we, we do have a fairly full household. Hey, how about this for a fun fact? So I mentioned that we do we are an, a franchisee of Dairy Queen. Um, I believe this is a true statement. I'm pretty sure this is a true statement. We have uh, more employees in each of our Dairy Queen restaurants than were in my high school graduating class, which well, was, I believe, um, just about 20 people. Wow. Where did you go to high school? Uh, the middle of nowhere, Kansas. So the nearest uh, city is called Salina, Kansas. But yeah. I'm guessing if you if you've driven, I mean, as a Bronco fan, you've probably made that drive before. If you've uh, made the long drive on I-70, you may yeah. have stopped for gas or other purposes in Salina, and that's about an hour from where I grew up. Yeah, Salina and my my uh, great aunt had a place on the Platte River just out of Salida, up in Denver. So yeah. Salida, Salina, just so yes, very familiar. But yes, that drive in 70 when I was back with my parents is horrible, but uh, unfamiliar. As long as you just point in the same, you know, point either straight east or straight west, depending on the direction you're going, you should be good. All right, great. 
So uh, when you look at Quiznos, the loyalty app, Toasty Points, uh, your guests can earn and redeem points for free menu items. Can you tell us a little bit about the program, when it started, how it's progressed, and maybe what you see as the uh, future for the program? Sure. So the, the Toasty Points program launched in 2016, so a couple of years before uh, we made the acquisition. From the start, it has, as you mentioned, it provided has provided guests with spend-based rewards for every dollar spent. You earn a point, and then points can be accumulated. Then obviously redeemed for rewards. And then in addition to accumulated points, we we often will run promotions that are exclusive to our Toasty Points members, and um, you know, we'll just try to reward them in such a way to, to provide them benefit above and beyond what the stated um, stated rules of the program, I guess. Today, okay. a, a significant, significant amount of Quiznos guests do use the Toasty Points app to interact with the brand. Um, as you kind of mentioned from an evolution standpoint, we are hard at work almost literally as we speak right now on updating both the program structure as well as the app itself. Okay. Uh, we just believe strongly that in the restaurant space, we're still in the early stages of what loyalty can and will be. And we want to be on the forefront of this evolution. And while I don't have any details that I can share yet on what that new program will look like, I'm confident, optimistic, and excited for the next phase of our loyalty platform. Absolutely. Um, you recently unveiled a new uh, contemporary branding for Quiznos as well. Uh, new logos, store redesigns, menu innovations, updated website. Can you take us through that process and how that fits in with uh, your bigger picture customer loyalty goals? Sure. So yeah, early this year, we announced a brand refresh. We developed it in partnership with Profit, which is an agency we've worked with a couple of times now. And we partnered with them to gather and analyze just extensive consumer insights data. And then we use that to develop what guests are starting to see now and what you're starting to see now. The rollout began with a new logo, and that was the first kind of build from scratch new logo for Quiznos in, um, in certainly some time, um, potentially, or, or probably close to two decades. Um, it also led to new packaging design elements, and then, as you mentioned, was followed by the launch of our new website that uh, came out a few weeks ago. This fall, I think what we're, what we're most excited about, this fall, we'll start to see our first new locations that are developed using this new prototype, using the new branding. And you know, with those new locations, guests will see not only a new design, but they'll also start to see new equipment that will allow us to bring never before, never before seen menu items to them. And if you go back to what we were talking about before from an innovation standpoint, we've talked about Toasty, we've talked about how we all believe for Quiznos, the brand has been anchored in innovation this is the next step in that innovation. We believe that with this new prototype and this new restaurant, we're going to bring some items to guests that are just going to be really, really incredible. We look That's what I'm excited about. I can't wait to see those restaurants open so we can then start to see guest interaction in those restaurants. Absolutely. We always have to talk to uh, those who speak with, especially those who run uh, marketing, customer loyalty, customer experience. You know, what customer loyalty means to you and to the organization? So, you know, what does uh, customer loyalty mean to Rego? And, you know, what does it mean to you personally? Yeah, so, so at Rego and then specific Quiznos, we pride ourselves on being guest-centric. We're a brand that's focused on delivering a best-in-class experience to each and every customer. And that experience is certainly in the four walls of the restaurant, but then also any sort of digital engagement as well. And when it comes to loyalty, um, 
Loyalty goes both ways. Consumers continue to choose to eat with us, and then we have to continue to provide them high-quality ingredients and innovative menu items. Uh, we do believe that, we, that a comparatively high proportion of our customers are loyal to Quiznos, loyal to our brand. And we just see the greatest growth potential in deepening that relationship that we have with our loyal guests. As we grow Quiznos over the coming months and years, loyalty is one of the most important components to understanding and communicating with our guests. And then as you well know, converting that occasional guest to a loyal and frequent guest is absolutely game-changing. And that's absolutely very much top of mind for us every day. Absolutely. Um, when you look at uh, kind of technology, uh, very important. Uh, we have an analyst process at Loyalty 360. We help people run RFIs, RFPs, you know, it, but it, it's challenging, especially when you get to personalization, customer loyalty, does it integrate in the technology? Does it integrate with your app? You know, getting technology right is, is a big challenge, but it, obviously there are a huge opportunity as well for brands. You know, how do you guys look at technology and, and how are you addressing the kind of challenges that exist to being able to do personalization or even customer loyalty at scale? Yeah, I think if you, if you look at technology broadly, I think I think every brand and certainly at least internal to Rego, uh, there are a number of challenges, but I would say the two biggest challenges um, we have is first, just staying current with all of the ever-evolving consumer interests that are shaping loyalty programs, consumer experience, and just the entire technology universe that exists for guests. We do all that we can to stay on top of that evolution while obviously keeping you know, consumer desires front and center, but it just, it's changing at such a, a, such a frantic pace almost that it can be difficult that if you're not constantly monitoring it, you can miss out on something. And then you know, at, the, at, the same, at the kind of the same point, you have to ensure that you're not just jumping on a bandwagon um, for something that's, that's really not that important to consumers that um, seems like it's the next, next big thing, but may not be, and may just be a flash of the pants. So ensuring that you really do stay focused on what, what matters and embracing that, which is most important. The second challenge I would say is on the data front. Um, which I, I think most companies, most brands have now moved to the point where it's not a question of, do I have enough data? It's now the challenge of we're inundated with data. So I would say the second challenge is sifting through all the data that we've got and then finding the insights that matter. And then again, doubling down those insights to provide even more benefit to our guests. That's, you know, a couple of years ago, we were really in the, in the, in the, um, in the situation where everyone was complaining about not having enough data, not having enough data, I need more, need more, need more. Well, I think those days are gone. It really is. How do you find the salient data so that you can make the right decisions based on that? Absolutely. So when you look at uh, personalization, uh, again, another great opportunity for brands as well, and make sure you have the right data to you know, have the right offer, right time, right channel. And what are the challenges you see with regard uh, uh, to personalization? Yeah, we look at it at, with personalization. We think, just, we think there's a ton of opportunity there um, from just, as you mentioned, from just tailoring promotions to each guest uh, purchasing behavior. Um, obviously sending personalized emails and other communication just really to strengthen that relationship between consumers and our between Quiznos and our customers. Um, we also, we're also exploring opportunities to offer incentives above and beyond those earned through spend. So as we look at that next evolution of the loyalty platform, how do we um, not give the same reward to everyone, but reward each individual based on what is most important and most powerful to them. And then, 
I mean, you kind of already said this, but the most important component, I believe, and this hasn't changed, and I don't think this will change, change, but it is all about delivering the right message to the right person at the right time. And that's tough. I mean, it sounds, it's easy to say, but it's very tough to do. And so we're always working to improve upon that, as are many brands, I believe. And this will continue to be a focus of, our, of ours for quite some time, because I don't think that element of personalization is going to change. Okay, great. When, when you look at uh, partnerships, uh, very important right now as well, not only with the technology partners and the agency partners, but more so with other brands, uh, with privacy concerns, with data integration concerns, we see more and more of the members of Loyalty 360 focus on partnerships, right? And how do, how do we facilitate them, right? So someone may be looking to do health and wellness, it could be a grocer and a, a CPG company or a grocer and a, you know, even a, a retailer, a big focus on personalization. How are you guys looking, I'm sorry, partnerships? How are you looking at partnerships? Is it something that's, uh, you know, important to Rego or, and where do you see the opportunity there? Uh, the partnerships are incredibly important to us. It's, um, it's been important that every brand or company that I've worked for is, um, you know, we believe we have some of the best talent in the industry at Rego, but we also would like to leverage and extend that talent through the right partnerships. Cause there are some really smart people out there with some, with some great agencies, um, suppliers, technology firms, et cetera. And we want access to that talent as best as we can. So we look for partnerships that will, um, will benefit us, but also mutually benefit all parties. Um, we're especially at this point, interested in partnering with companies that are looking to shake things up. And, you know, I've said this now a couple of times, but just be innovative. And, you know, one example, we recently partnered with a company called Bact, and that allows customers to pay for their meals at uh, our Denver, select number of our Denver locations using Bitcoin. With That's exactly the type of partnership that we are really embracing right now. Don't know what that will look like going forward, but it is the type of opportunity that could disrupt the industry a little bit and is leading edge from a technology standpoint. And moving forward, I would expect to see our partnership shift from more traditional avenues to more digital or, again, hate to use the word again, but more innovation-focused relationships. And again, this is going to be an ever-evolving approach. What's important to consumers changes all the time, and I believe it's changing faster now than ever before. So we're going to have to be adaptive and responsive to what they want and tell us, and that will then inform the partnerships and relationships that we build across the industry. Okay. When you look at uh, customers, uh, there's a lot of talk and a lot of discussion around customers changing. You know, how do you see customers changing? You talked about uh, enabling and allowing people to play, pay with Bitcoin, talked about personalization. How do you see customers are changing? Are they doing more takeout, using more delivery services? Uh, you know, what are you seeing? Yeah, so I think there's a few ways that the, the taste and interest are changing. First, there is, as you mentioned, there's, an, there's a growing expectation for faster delivery, easier ordering, particularly online ordering. And um, again, no, no surprise because all the data is pointing toward this, more just um, off-premise dining um, in some way, shape, or form. And the, the app we're working on now and the website we recently launched, those redesigns were partially driven by that issue, right? We were focused on creating a streamlined experience for customers to order from their local store. It was all, for us, it was all about how do we get the food to the guest in the way they want their food in the um, highest quality and the easiest way for them. Secondly, I would say communication with brands. Um, it's moved 
certainly towards online social channels, feedback forms, email, text, et cetera. We just strive to do everything that we can to maintain regular communication with our customers, but in the way they want it. The days of, I'm going to call the restaurant and issue a complaint, um, to some extent, those are gone. But at the same level, you have to be responsive to that guest who wants to call in and, and offer a complaint. You've got to, you've got to solve the issue um, they have. So all of the new engagement methods, in my eyes, are additive. It doesn't negate the importance of the restaurant experience and the more traditional communication methods, but it is something that, that we've got to be on top of and, and, and handle appropriately. And then third, I would say flavor preferences, um, they almost change daily. Uh, they are constantly evolving. And, um, you know, our focus now, what we believe consumers, I should say, focus now is on um, exciting menu items. Um, we will we'll continue to offer um, innovative products. Um, we'll have a bison product for the first time later this year. And then, um, you know, I'd, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that we have a well-loved lobster and seafood line that, you know, in the first quarter of every year, we come out with that and guests love it. That's awesome. When you, uh, uh, the bison uh, uh, kind of bur bison burger, bison meat should be quite interesting. Uh, very tasty. I'm not, uh, never had a sub like that, but uh, a sub sandwich, especially toasted, it should be, it should be great. And, and you, I think you just did a very good job of explaining kind of the entire strategy and thesis behind that. You haven't had that before, um, but it's a fantastic sub. It's a fantastic sandwich. So we're excited to get that one out there. That's awesome. So when you look at, um, uh, what's new, what's a new, or what's you should say, what's the next big thing for customer loyalty? What do you think that is? Yeah. So, you know, from our standpoint, and I, I, I know I've mentioned this a couple of times, but um, we did recently launch that new website. Um, that's a, that's, we did that to align with our refresh branding. Um, but as, as we think about what is next for loyalty, that then leads to from a design standpoint, that updated Quiznos app. And that is, that is set up, both from a user experience standpoint to be an improvement from where we are today, but also, and, and I should also mention, it's going to have an easier way to, to order food, find the restaurant, um, you know, order and pay, et cetera. But I will say the other component of it is we continue to evolve from a loyalty standpoint is the loyalty platform itself will, we believe, be better designed for what consumers want and for the way they engage with not just our brand, but other brands. What I mean by that is we talked about this a bit before, but more personalization in rewards and also just being more flexible for what that consumer wants. That's awesome. So when you look at um, uh, customer loyalty, obviously keeping up uh, and kind of understanding best practices and having a, a group to work with is very important. You know, how do you think you, your group, your team is kind of different from the competitive set? You know, do you see same similar efforts from uh, competitive uh, QSR entities, or do you think what you guys are doing is unique? And if so, it is very unique in a number of different ways. How how are you different? Yeah, I, I think you know we we would say that we're unique, but I'm sure everyone would say that uh, that they are unique. So, um, you know, at Quiznos. We have maintained and our team has maintained and will continue to focus on the full customer journey of loyal guests. And that's from the very first engagement we have with them in restaurant, through the loyalty program, uh, digitally, et cetera. We maintain that engagement with high touch throughout the entire life cycle um, to ensure that that guest, each guest that we have, knows that they're valuable to us and to our franchisees. That's um, awesome. 
this should be evident both, again, just in restaurant, but also on social, in the loyalty program, and just every touch point we have with consumers. Um, you know, when we, you know, when it comes to loyalty, though, we haven't talked about this. It's kind of, I guess, inherent, and maybe it's the bar. But I would say, the biggest driver of loyalty, in my eyes, is always the product, and that's what yeah. you know. For us, we're confident we have the best subs or the best sandwiches you can get anywhere. You can only get those at Quiznos, and so that's the foundation of everything we're doing. So when you talk about differentiation, you know, the brand is certainly going to be different, um, but again. We really bring it back to that product, that sub, that sandwich that you're going to get in a Quiznos. You can't get that anywhere else. And because of that um, unique and high quality product, that's ultimately why we're confident in our ability to succeed both as a brand and with our loyalty platform. Absolutely. And then the last question we have, somewhat self-serving, you know, what can Loyalty360 do to help you and, and your customer loyalty team with your customer loyalty journey? Yeah, so it's, it's an interesting and dynamic time, I think, not just for the restaurant industry, but for anyone who's kind of a direct-to-consumer business. Um, you know, I've mentioned this, but consumers seem to be changing at a faster pace, evolving at a faster pace. And so for all of us who are engaging with consumers, the potential for collab collaborating with and, and just speaking with and working with other top, top professionals, I think, is paramount right now. There are so many... Um, so many of those, again, in, in the restaurant industry, but other industries who are facing similar challenges and opportunities. And, you know, what are the ways that we can work together sharing what we can? Um, then, you know, ultimately that allows each of us to deliver the best product experience possible to and for our guests. And, you know, when we do that, I think we can all um, be successful and not at the expense of others, but um, we can jointly be successful and improve the experience, not just for our guests, for our franchisees, and then for everyone involved in the entire process. That's awesome. I think it's a great perspective and I kind of definitely can see the passion you have for the product, which is which is great. So, Mark, it was amazing talking today, getting to know a little bit more about you personally and also the Rego Restaurant Group, what you guys do are doing and how are you doing it. A very unique and compelling story, and I appreciate you taking the time to talk with us today. Thank you, Mark. I appreciate the time for us to speak. and. You know, as with everyone right now, we're just looking for every looking at everything we can do to improve that guest experience so that we can uh, so that consumers can be loyal to us in the same way that we would like to be loyal to them. Absolutely. Uh, thank you everyone else for taking the time to listen today. Please join us back for another edition of Leaders and Customer Loyalty soon. Thank you for watching.